the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. In today's message, Pastor Rander teaches us God's specific requirements for praising and thanking Him as outlined in Psalms 100. Every person of every nation is to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. God's Word makes it clear that no person or nation is exempt from this requirement. We are to praise Him for His goodness to us in all things. We are to serve Him with gladness and come before His presence with singing. We are to love God, praise God, and bless His name at all times. He will be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get your pen and paper ready. Now let's listen in. You must believe in his death, his burial, his resurrection, his coming again. When you say you have Christ in your heart, your life ought to be indicative of the fact that you have life, the life of God living in the soul. When you, you, you God, listen, you, uh, the worst thing you can have is a sad faith, a faith, a talked about faith. Uh, God, God don't want you to just talk about Christ. He wants you to have a, have a. Have, have a genuine, authentic relationship with him. He wants you to know him. Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. And that means that we'll suffer on Christ for, for, for the cause of Christ when we really know him and live for him. Amen. When you believe in his birth, his death, his resurrection, and when you let your light shine for Christ and you talking about Jesus and you saying in the name of Jesus, you saying if the Lord wills and you putting God in everything you do, there will be some sufferings for the cause of Christ. Once we know God personally, he requires that we have an undivided allegiance to him. The Lord is God all by himself and he must be worshiped exclusively without any competing idols of this world system. Because he will not share his glory with another. He's a jealous God and he will not share his glory with another. It's not God and television. It's not God and sex. It's not God and money. It's not God and women. It is not God and you. It is God all by himself. Isaiah 42 8 says, I am the Lord. In case you don't know it, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. Number four, we worship God because he is our creator. He is our creator. He said, how do you know that? In verse three, three B, it says, it is he, God, that hath made us and not we ourselves. You didn't make you. God created you. That's right. We didn't just happened to come here. We didn't evolve. We didn't come from monkey. We didn't come. I, I'm insulted when I say I came from monkey. That's stupid talk. Matter of fact, people believe like that is a fool. You say he got a PhD, then he's a PhD fool. 
Why you say that? That's what the Bible say. I stick with the Bible. Psalms 14, 1 says, a fool has said, there is no God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. God knew you before you knew yourself. God knew you eons years ago. God knew you uh, way back yonder when in eternity past. He knew when you would come uh, into fruition. He knew what color you would be, what country you would be born in. He, would, he knew what color your eyes would be. If you have hair, no hair. He, 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 he knew the mom and daddy you would have. He knew the foster parents you would have. He knew the siblings you would have. When you were in the mind of God, he knew all about you. Some of y'all think you can fool God. That's silliness. How you gonna fool a God who knew you before you were born? Amen. Uh, it is he, he, God, that hath made us and not we ourselves. God created us. God saved us for why did he make us? Why did he save us? For his glory and for us to fellowship with him. It's, it's for his glory, his honor, for fellowshipping with him. In other words, since we are his by creation and then we are his by salvation through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, we must not promote ourselves. God did not cre create us to promote ourselves he did not create us to indulge ourselves. He did not create us to empower ourselves. He did not create us to seek our own interests. Instead, he wants us to focus on him. He created us to carry out his kingdom uh, agenda for the allotted time that we are on earth. God created us. You ought to, your, your kids ought to know uh, from, the, from, from when they can barely begin to talk. Boy, girl, you came from God. Boy, you came from God. Before they can say mama, uh, daddy, your, God gave you your mama. And God gave you your daddy. And let me tell you something, boy, you are a boy. Girl, you are a girl. And I'm not gonna, we not gonna, you're not gonna think hellish in here. You're gonna be proud of how God made you. And when folk try to change what God has made, they are miserable. They become suicidal. They are depressed. They, they, they're still not happy. You know why? They're trying to be something that God didn't make them to be. You need to be satisfied with who you are. You sure said that right. With who you are. Whatever, you call, whatever color you are, be thankful. I'm not upset because I'm black. Black is beautiful. I'm a beautiful, bald-headed black man. And I can prove it from scripture. You are, you are pretty, beautiful, Hispanic, uh, Asian, uh, Filipino, uh, Jamaican, uh, Islander. Uh, wherever you come from, you short, you beautiful, you tall, you beautiful, you thin, you beautiful, you, you, you stocky, you beautiful. <laughs> I ain't going no further. <laughs> you ain't getting me in trouble. I'm not going, you young, you beautiful, you, you, not, not, not yeah, you old. Old, you're not seasonally beautiful, you old and beautiful. David said, I once was young, but now I'm. 
I know you don't like the word old, but you old. Thank God that you've lived to see some years and some decades come and go. Yeah, he, he could. Isaiah 43, 7 says, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory. Look, it's about his name and his glory. I have, look, in case you're confused about this, all these uh, this craziness in these uh, colleges and universities, they just educating God out of folk. I, I have formed him. He says, I, I made you, I formed you. Look what he said. The scripture says, I have made you. He didn't say, oh, maybe I made you. I kind of made you. No, I have made you. Period. You, you say, well, can you show me some more scriptures? Because I'm still confused about who made me. <laughs> Psalms 119.73a says, your hands have made me. Look at that. Man. I'm so glad God made me because if you had anything to do with making me, no telling. I have an ear in my mouth, a toe in my ear. Hey, have you seen people try to make, make these dolls and stuff they can't breathe? You know, they, try, you know, they make these little, what you call them? These little things they put clothes on in the store. Mannequins, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all been in enough stores, you know what I'm you know, you, I look at sometimes I look at sometimes they, they got them all dressed up, and I look at them. I say, man, hey, they, but they, but you know they they can't turn their head, but man made them. They can't blink an eye, they can't move a finger, they can't breathe. All they can do is is sit there and look with some attire on. They can't even grunt, but oh, good God Almighty, I can move. I can go backwards. I can go forward, I can go this way, I can go that way, I can clap my hand, and I can jump. Why? God made me. You ought to be thankful that you can do all that. Now, some of y'all sitting here, and you look like you've been baptized in lemon juice. Before we continue with the message... Let's search our hearts and consider ways in which we hinder authentic worship of Almighty God. Do we always honor, adore, extol, serve, and worship Him with joyful hearts at all times and in all things? If we're honest, we'll admit that there is room for improvement. As Psalms 105 tells us, the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Listen in as Pastor Rander continues this powerful, thought-provoking message, and remember to keep pen and paper ready. I saw one of my dear close friends of the day, just the other day in Houston, and to see him had a had a just a back surgery, and from this back surgery, he was having so much pain, so I had to have surgery, and his sister had just died, and he couldn't make that funeral, and his brother died, and 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 then he could, then then he's I walked in there, and then he's just laid out. I said, what happened? You know, he could, couldn't talk and had a trach and he was suctioning that out. He couldn't raise his hand. He couldn't move. He was throwing up all over himself and trying to tell me sorry. I said, man, you're sick. And I just looked at him and couldn't move his arms, can't take himself to the restroom. And I just looked at him. We grew up together. And I'm just looking at him. I said, wow. And here we are. You can move your hand. Yes, sir. 
you can move your feet. You can walk. And you can talk. And you can wave your hands. And you too mean to enjoy God. When you think about who God is. And and where you could be right now. You don't have to be dead. You can just be an invalid. You can be an invalid. Somebody have to feed you. Clothe you. Restroom you. Brush your teeth. You can't scratch an itch. And then you come in here. All sour. Where is the joy in your life? How many of you know that you know that you know you know that you know that you know that you know you 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 know that you know you know God's been good to you? Do I have any witnesses in here? Do you know by now how good God is? Anybody know how He's made a way? Anybody seen Him bring you through? Anybody, have you seen God work in strange ways in your life? Well, how on this side of heaven can you sit there and hold your hands and look all sedity? You ought to let that makeup go. Shout your shoes off. You ought to cut loose because God's been good to you. Anybody here know he's been good to you? Him work in strange ways. Made ways out of no ways. I wouldn't have a God I couldn't shout about sometimes. Is he all right? Is he all right? Don't fool me now. Is he all right? God's been good to us. He's brought us a long way. I ain't closed yet. Sit on back down. He who your hands have made me and fashioned me. Psalms 139, 13 and 14 also says, For you formed my inward parts. Well, let's have you thank God for your inward parts. Your spleen. Your nervous system. Last praise, thanks. The last Thanksgiving service last Sunday night. One little boy. Somebody said, I thank God for my immune system. If y'all, I wish y'all could have heard that little child. Immune system. Who the last time you thank God for your immune system? Wow. Immune system. Wow, he says, I, I, I praise you, Lord, for all of that. You form my inward parts, yes. uh, my nervous system, my, my intestinals, my kidney, my heart, uh, my, the blood you put in my body, covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You ought to have a, listen, don't don't be lifted up in pride, but you ought to thank God that he made you. I'm so glad he didn't make me a turkey for Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'd be in somebody's digestive system right now. Thank God he didn't make you a pig, 
pork ribs. Oh, God. I thank God he made me a man. I thank God he made me a man. You ought to be thanking God he made you a woman. He made you a girl. He made you a boy. He didn't make you neutral. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was on vacation one day. Uh, every time I give an illustration, y'all get so quiet. Y'all like illustrations. So I was on vacation. So I said I had to go to the, to the men's restroom. And so I was walking down. I didn't know where it was, so they showed me where it was. So I was walking on vacation, my short pants on, walking the rest. Then this other man shot past me and went into the ladies' room. I do. I do. So I went on in the men's room. That's where I belong. So I finished up everything. After a while, I saw him come in the men's room. I said, what you doing in here? <laughs> he said, man, I had to go so bad, I just ran in there. <laughs> he, he, said, he, said, I, he said, I ran in. You know, he didn't care what man, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. He just, he just went first. He, shot, he said, but when I looked in there and didn't see no urinal, I discovered I was in the wrong restroom. I said, I saw you go in there, but I wasn't going to stop you because I didn't know who. I told him, I didn't know what you were. That's, I, just like that. He said, oh, no. Everything God gave me, I want to keep. <laughs> we, we both fell out laughing. I said, man, God didn't call me to stop nobody. I preached the word, but I'm not going to. God didn't tell me to go stop them. Uh-uh, I'm not going to stop it. I'm so glad that you're on the right side. <laughs> uh, yeah, he made me fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. Absolutely no one can worship God apart from knowing that he is our creator. You see, if you don't recognize him as your creator, how can you worship God if you don't even believe he made you? You know why people don't want to believe? And oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. You know why folk don't want to believe, don't want to believe that God ma made them is because they don't want any accountability. You see, if you begin to believe that God made you, then you got to answer to it. You got to do things according to His word and His law. You see, so 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 you got absolutely no one can worship God. From, from knowing that he is our creator and even more if we are saved by the blood of Jesus he is our savior which gives us even more reasons why we should worship him number five God requires us to worship him because he is our shepherd and we are his people God requires us to worship him because he is our shepherd and we are his people 3c says we are his people and the sheep of his pasture now we are his sheep we are his sheep means that we belong exclusively uh, to Christ and must respond only to his voice as sheep some of you here today you have wandered into the wilderness of this world because you have listened to the to wrong voices that's why your life has been shipwrecked you listen to the wrong woman the wrong man 
the wrong friend, the wrong sorrow, the wrong frat brother, the wrong uh, home, home person from the hood. You listen to deceptive voices instead of listen to uh, the, the shepherd's voice. People will come into your life, mess you up real good, and you can't find them once your life is in an unholy mess. Psalms 23, 1a says, the Lord is my shepherd. My shepherd. When you know the shepherd personally, you will recognize and respond only to his voice amidst the competing voices of this world. There are a lot of voices out there that are anti-God. They're talking noise out there. They're talking things that are not of God. And just because they're in the media don't mean they're talking right. Just because their voice on the radio, some of you listening to politicians, you're listening to the wrong voices. The scripture also says in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You evidence the fact that you are God's sheep is because you follow him. Your following him gives evidence to the fact, it validates the fact that you, you're God's sheep. My friend, return to Jesus, who is the great shepherd. He will lead you in the path of righteousness and protect you from the predators of this world who desire to kill, steal, and destroy. Number six, God requires that we come into his house with a thankful heart to bless his name. God requires that we come into his house with a thankful heart to bless his name. You say, where is it? Verse four, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Look at that again. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. In verse four, the gates and courts were those of the temple. Unless we enter the house of the Lord with hearts filled with thanksgiving, our worship will be in vain. If you can't come in here with a thankful heart, a glad heart, your worship will be vain. It will be useless. Your worship will be worthless. Your worship will be unacceptable before God. If you come in here mean, mad, sulking, uh, grouchy. Uh, with a chip on your shoulder, your worship will be unacceptable. Even though you may enter the house of God downtrodden. Some of you have come into the house of God, but you're burdened, you're oppressed with the cares of this world. Giving praise and thanksgiving to God will lift your hearts. You, that's where you need to come to church when you're depressed, when you've been betrayed, when you're in pain. Somebody under my voice, you're in pain right now. Some of you, you've got a major decision right now. Some of you are sick right now, but you made it to the house of God. Coming into God's house on the Lord's day, hearing the words of God, singing Zion songs, it lifts the heart. It relieves your burdens and renews your hope. As a matter of fact, you get your mind off yourself when you come in here and you put it on God and all of a sudden the cares of the world and, and your issues of life begin to wane because of, because of giving thanks to God and blessing his name. God requires that we be thankful and bless his name, but so many saints cannot because of ingratitude. They can't bless his name because of a spirit of entitlement. Uh, they can't bless his name because their life is so sinful, yet they're in church. You'd be surprised of people who come into the church after sleeping with somebody they're not married to. Flirting with somebody that's not 
that you're not married to. I mean, you, you, you'll be surprised who, uh, people who come in here that are drunkards, come in, come in here that gossip and slanderers, and then they're going to hold up, not holy hands, unholy hands. You, you, you see, hooked on pornography and don't even care about it. I mean, uh, uh, angry in your life, an uh, unforgiving spirit, think you're going to worship God. Can't talk to your mother, can't talk to your father, can't talk to your sister, can't talk to your in-law, can't talk to your grandchild. Mad at something back yonder 20 years ago. It's taken away your joy. Some of you can't worship God and be glad and bless his name because of a judgmental spirit. You, you, you sit in the judgment seat, lifted up in pride. But let me tell you something, you're not all that. Some of you can't worship God because you're so handcuffed by tradition, the way it used to be. Listen, it's not what you, what you used to do, it's what you're doing for God now. Some of you can't worship God because you're too busy. Too busy. Some of you want me to shut up now so you can have the benediction. You just that busy, but if you're too busy for God, you're too busy. Some of you can't worship God and bless his name because of your impatience. Some of you can't bless his name because of a small mindset. Some of you can't bless his name because you're a habitual grumbler. Say grumble. grumble. Some of you grumble, 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 grumble. Like gobble, 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 grumble, grumble, grumble. Thank you for tuning into this program from Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in next week as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.